We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number four. I'm Jim Galante, and we have returning Andrew P. Shea. Andy, before we get started with our topic of the day, just want to announce our winner from the Ask Ross segment, and that was Randy from Arlington. So, Randy, we will be getting in touch with you about your KSN polo, the much-coveted KSN polo. All right, Andy, here's the topic I wanted to ask you about. We, of course, off-season, a lot of conversations, transfer portal, NIL, What I wanted, though, to hit on, forgetting about the general transfer portal, what it means, is it good, is it bad? It is. It exists, and our team's taking advantage of it. Let's talk about Penn State, not about their losses. Let's talk about the guys that Penn State brought in. First, though, I want to ask you about the philosophy at Penn State, bringing in players from the transfer portal, because I think it's a little bit different than, obviously, what you're seeing at, say, Michigan State or Nebraska, where they are very much relying on bringing in quantity from the transfer portal. Penn State seems to be pretty particular about who they bring in, aren't they? I would use the term, they are judiciously selective, and the reason they do that is, actually, I I believe the way Penn State handles the transfer portal, it's to benefit the actual player. Like, it helps them. Did Arnold Ebikini make a difference for Penn State? Yes, but Arnold Ebikini was looking for something, and Penn State said, we have the opportunity to offer you exactly what you're looking for. So I think they identify the guys that they that they can actually accommodate their needs. They don't do a volume. Right, They do selective, but they do selective based on accommodating the player. It makes sense from the way James Franklin presents himself and the way this staff operates. Like he, Opportunity is a big word for him. And the guys they brought in for 2022, I'm sure opportunity and legitimate opportunity, not that sort of, you know, coach speak selling opportunity, legitimate opportunity exists for these players and I think each one of these chose Penn State based on what the the recent Penn State players have, uh, and the transfer portal how that has played out for them and I'm going to use the expression he's looking to preserve the culture at Penn State and I think you run a risk when you bring in players from outside through the transfer portal how does that play in the locker room How does that play with the rest of the players? You know, there's always been talk about, you know, should they have brought in another quarterback over the last couple years? Could they have gotten someone better than Sean Clifford? And and I'm not going to say they wouldn't have if there was a premier quarterback to come in. But I'm not sure they would have been comfortable bringing in a guy who, well, he may end up competing with Sean Clifford or the backup position, And it becomes perhaps even a split locker room. I think James Franklin is very much about having the right culture at Penn State. 
So I think when he brings someone in through the transfer portal, it's no different than when he recruits them. He wants to vet the player quite a bit. He wants to be sure he's the right guy. And when they bring in a guy from the transfer portal, it's the same way. And it's why he's more comfortable bringing in a guy who he had previously recruited because, in a sense, they've already gone through that vetting process. So, with that said, three transfer portal players brought in, Andy. Let, let's go through them. Let's start with Hunter sure. Norzad. He's a um, going to be a guard at Penn State. He came from Cornell from the Ivy League. He was actually a, played tackle there at Cornell. He will be competing for a job at guard. And by the way, what's interesting is he does have, even though he graduated college at Cornell, he has two years of eligibility remaining. Yeah, that was a, something I was going to point out right away. He, Despite graduating, he still has two years of eligibility left because of the Ivy League um, lost season. He was an All-American. That, you said as well, he mostly played right tackle. He will probably play guard. Penn State had one of the worst rushing offenses in the nation last season. This guy is a bulldozer. Um, and based on what I've seen in the Penn State pipeline in terms of the offensive line right now, they're very thin on talent and depth. And they have a lot of question marks when it comes to production. So opportunity for Hunter Norzad is there. I think he came to Penn State for a reason. I think he believes he can play right away. I know you're a big fan. I kind of believe he can play right away as well. So what I say about Hunter Norzad, I'd be mildly surprised if he was not a starter against Purdue. I said it. I know you've been begging me to say, well, what do you think about Hunter Norzad? I would be surprised if he was not a starter against Purdue. At the very least, I see him as a sixth offensive lineman swing option because he can play both inside and outside. I, and that's, that is... At, and if that's the worst-case scenario, that's a win for Penn State. But something tells me that this kid might find his way into the top five. And, Andy, it appears Landon Tangwall is staking his claim to the left guard position. Right guard is not filled yet. There's talk to Salim Warmly, who could have been a starter last year, except he was injured. Right. Um, but that position is still open. And I also do like the versatility. I like the fact that he has tackle experience. That may not be how you want to start the season. However, you know, stuff happens. You And if you have a need, you know there's a guy who has experience at that position at the very least. So I, I think it was a great pickup. And like you, I, I would not be surprised if uh, come game one he, he's actually a starter. Um, next player on our list, Mitchell Tinsley from Western Kentucky. Now, as you went into this offseason, in my head, Andy, I didn't have wide receiver as a position of need. It seems like every year when that top receiver moves on, someone else just gets right. promoted up to the number one guy. Parker Washington seemed to be in that position to move up to the number one guy. But the more I found out about Tinsley, the more I thought about it. When you're playing three wide receivers at a time often and you want to go too deep, you're talking about 
you know, six guys potentially who could get on the field and play. I think this was a real good pickup, and I'm not looking at this guy as a backup. I think he may be 1A or 1B. Yeah, it's, so for Mitchell, I don't think Penn, he, Penn State getting him was a was not a need. I think it was more of a, a want, and he's he's has the kind of production that make, makes you stand up and pay attention, right? He's six foot one eighty. He brings production to the table. The, the other thing is the Hilltoppers had a very talented quarterback throwing to him last year. That's part of the equation. He's a fringe NFL guy, right? Um, and he had a big arm, but his production: eighty-seven catches, fourteen hundred plus yards, fourteen touchdowns. 16.1 a catch. That is off the charts. That's bona fide wide receiver one. The key of Penn State is they got to find a sort of niche or spot for him. He has to be part in that, and they have to kind of find one or create one for him. But I agree with you. It's possible he could emerge as Penn State's you know wide receiver one. It's because he plays bigger than his size, a little like Jahan Dotson. He's he's not huge. He's six foot one eighty, but he plays bigger than that. The way he creates space for himself. And frees himself up. So, you know, can he... Sean Clifford throws a different ball than the quarterback he had last year. It's going to be an adjustment for him. There, That is definitely a factor. But, you know, he's a good... Clifford is a really good supporting actor. He's gone... With Hamler and Dotson both have gone to the NFL. Clifford played a small role in that. And lastly, I just want to emphasize, don't be fooled by Tinsley's size. He's got a little bit of Jahan Dotson in him where... That's sort of whatever the height measurement is, it doesn't translate or look like that on the football field. And what it does, again, this is a position where you're playing multiple guys. It's not an either or. (laughs) Well, if he comes in, that benches Parker Washington. No, there's more. And what it does is I think it takes pressure off every one of the guys, you know, starting with Parker Washington and whether you, which one you want to make one. I'm calling them 1A and 1B, doesn't really matter. But it takes a little bit of pressure off then Keandre Lambert-Smith. He doesn't necessarily have to have the pressure of working up in the pecking order. Same thing with Malik Mega and any of the other guys that are coming in after that. It just eases the pressure in that position. So another great pickup. Finally, and a I don't think it's gotten the play that it should. Maybe it's because it happened so fast. Damian Robinson from Maryland. He was a big-time recruit. Penn State recruited him heavily. And he came in. He will be an edge guy, a defensive end here at Penn State. Yep. And he's got three years of eligibility left. This was another really big-time pickup for them. I think Penn State might have struck gold for the second consecutive year in a position of need with this guy. I, I really do. 6'4", 250. Like you said, he was a five-star prospect inside of all the top 50 lists. He was the number one player out of Maryland. Penn State won him. He played 13 games. He played all 13 games for Maryland last year as a true freshman. He only had one start. He was playing linebacker. They play a more of a 3-4 defense, so he's an outside linebacker in that. He's a better Four three rush defensive end. It's not that he can't play outside linebacker in the three four. He's just better suited as a f- pure four three defensive end. Arnold Abikini last year, Damian Robinson this year. He is going to be number one. He has 
It's just there's no he has NFL draftable skills, Jimmy. He has an he has a large toolbox of talent. He didn't leave Maryland after playing in every game last year as a freshman to stand on the sidelines at Penn State and learn something. Opportunity is there. Penn State has it. It is a huge, huge, huge need for Penn State. And it looks like right out of the gate, they may have struck gold. Last year, there were questions. Is Arnold, can Arnold do it? I'm not sure you can have those same questions about Robinson, to be honest. You're obviously high on him. I think the one thing to remember, though, Ibikidi was a veteran, one year of eligibility left. This is a guy with three years. All the physical skills are there. Might take him a little bit. He may not be like Arnold Ibikidi in game one, but he's going Correct. to be very good. All right, Andy, that is it for the show. Thank you all for listening. Be sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. In his book, Why Penn State, author Greg Woodman takes readers on a trip back in time to Happy Valley in the 1980s, a unique era of gridiron success and rapid expansion that gave our university its modern identity. Whether you're traveling down memory lane or discovering old states past for the first time, this compilation of rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews helps you explore the why behind We Are. Start your journey today. Order online at whypennstate.com.